When I started this podcast last year, it was an exploration of my own grief. I had lost my mum, my best friend, and I couldn't imagine my life without her. I suddenly had all these feelings of sadness, anger, confusion, and guilt. I needed to understand them, so I turned to my friends and people I knew who had been through a similar experience. It was eye-opening. We cried, we laughed, we processed. That podcast helped more people than I could have imagined. I've been inundated with messages and connected with hundreds of people who have lost loved ones and realized their experiences needed to be shared. There are still stories that need to be told. This season on Death Becomes Him, I meet people who have lost siblings, spouses, parents, and children. Though the experiences differ, one thing remains consistent. Talking about it is therapy. Today's conversation is one of the most important we can have. Over the last two seasons, though I've spoken to so many people with such varied experiences, there is a commonality in their grief. There has been a tangible reason, a sense of inevitability and ultimately an acceptance. But for Jackie Fox, the death of her daughter Nicole in 2018 is an injustice. Nicole sadly took her own life after years of online and offline bullying. Nicole's whole world was impacted by the torment and she was deprived of the everyday joys a young woman should be able to enjoy. Jackie talks to me candidly about the time leading up to her daughter's death, dealing with the aftermath and how she's campaigning for change in legislation to ensure this never happens again. This episode of Death Becomes Him makes reference to suicide, self-harm and physical abuse. If you are affected by the details of this story, please free phone the Samarathans on 116123. Jackie, thank you so much for sitting down and joining me today. I think today's conversation and the subject we're going to talk about, which is suicide, I think mental health is a topic I've not covered on season one of the podcast or on season two. So I'm quite glad that we're having this conversation on the last episode. So then let's talk about the subject of suicide. Why do you think people don't talk about suicide? Um, the older generation, you know, they never talked about it. So as, as other people are growing up, it just wasn't talked about, it was pushed under the carpet. And um, now I don't think people want to, I think it's the, people think it's a shame, it's, it, you know, they're shamed into, you know, that people will label them um, if they talk about suicide or, or mental health. And, um, you know, a lot of people, uh, like my daughter, w- would go around with a, a, a fake mask that they use or a fake smile, you know, pretending that they're happy because yeah. they don't like to, to, admit that they've mental health problems or they're suicidal or you know they need to talk to you i think mental health now is such a mainstream topic i think nowadays everyone is so honored when it comes to mental health especially with 2020 i think people are going through so many challenges talk to me about your daughter nicole when she was growing up what you're smiling now when I mentioned her name. What was Nicole like as a baby, a little girl, a teenager? As a baby, she was a nightmare. She right. Had, <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, she had colic. Colic, right. And she cried morning, noon, and night. And I used to pace the floor half four, half five in the morning. And I remember she's probably listening, uh, but my neighbor banging on the wall saying, shut up. No. But I kind of <laughs> turned it on, turned it. Karma came back because then her son was born. He had colic. Nicole there you go. Karma's a bitch, Jackie. I'm yeah. a firm believer. Um, but she cried and cried. And, and until she got about five months old, she was, you know, the colic has passed. And that, that was grand. Um, she was always a little cling on. Like she she was always with me all the time. And, and starting school, starting play school was a bit of a nightmare as well because she used to hang on to my leg. Oh, when she I was, was so attached. To, oh, that's yeah, so cute. Trying to get out of the classroom. And it, the teacher used to have to pretend that I was still sitting outside and Nicole would say, will you go and see if my mum's still there? Oh, and wow. the teacher would go out and obviously I wasn't still there and she just You weren't? And, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, she'd, and she'd go back in and she goes, yeah, she's still there, she's still there. 
grown up in primary school, uh, not a bother. You know, she had a lot of friends. She was outgoing. She was bubbly. And even growing up uh, outside school, she was, um, you know, she was very funny. She always had these one-liners, you know, from since she was small that, you know, some, some of them, you'd have to turn away and you'd be laughing, like grinning, you know, but you couldn't let her She was that, quick. You know, oh, she, she was, was quick. Very, very quick on her answers, you know. And, um, but she was bubbly. She was lively. She was cheeky. Don't get me wrong. She wasn't this little angel. She she had a mouth on her as well when she when she wanted. But, Isn't um, it so funny? Only a mother can say she had a mouth on her. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I think only a parent can say that yeah. about a child. Yeah. And um, we had a, a mobile home down in Wexford in Courtown, and we spent all our time down there. Um, you know, summer holidays, midterms, uh, bank holidays, any chance that we got, we'd go down. Uh, Nicole and her two brothers. Uh, she was so popular down there. She had loads of friends, right. and she, you know, we'd always go. We'd spend hours on the beach, and they'd she'd jump off the the pier. The three of them would with armbands, and you know, my nerves would be gone. And but then they, as the time went on, they learned to jump off the pier without the armbands, and and we'd go crab fishing. We did a lot of things together, um, in Wexford. Yeah. Um, and as I said, she had a lot of a lot of great friends down there, and. And oh, she was just so bubbly and lively and just funny. And sometimes, don't get me wrong, when we're home, I've often chased her up the stairs. Do you know what I mean? Was there like a wooden the... spoon in hand? <laughs> no, that was me, me mum would do that. <laughs> the granny had the wooden spoon. Yeah. My mother was quick with a wooden spoon. Yeah, the wooden spoon or the slipper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, the slipper. Actually, it was Arthur said to me growing up in Armenia, it was always the slipper yeah. that came out. Yeah. Which I think is quite funny. Yeah, and she used to, even my mum would always threaten the grandkids. No, she never used it, but they'd all go, you know, they, they, they wouldn't know whether she'd use it or not. But um, no, she was just, you know, I just, I was so proud of her, even in, in, in school. And um, she got 10 honours and a pass. Oh, wow, amazing. She was a wizard at maths. Um, uh, she wanted to be an accountant okay. um, in secondary school. Like she had a lot of friends and. And um, everything was great. So it was the, the school days, the grown up and the school days. She never suffered from mental health issues or anxiety um, grown up. I know I said she was a, a little Klingon, but that was just... Uh, all children you know, when they go to school, of course. Girl, yeah. That, you know, and, and when you talk about Nicole, and I quite like this, and I don't know if this is conveyed when people listen to the chats I have, your face completely lights up and, you know, when you smile. Yeah. Do you yeah. like talking about Nicole? Yeah. It's all I have, um, it's, all, yeah. it's all I have, I know. Um, do you know, um, mm. no, I always talk about her and, and um, my family always talk about her, we'll mm. never, we'll never forget her, do of you know, course. And, and she was a huge part in our life, our favourite time of the year was Christmas, Right. and um, do you know, if it wasn't for her over the years, we'd never have any photographs, because Nicole was the one that always um, took the, the selfies and the photographs right. at Christmas, and even with me, she'd take selfies of me and I go, oh no, don't, don't put that up, that's off. And she goes, I know, ma'am, but I look lovely in it. Yeah. And she'd put it up anyway. She, she, sounds like, she reminds me of Arthur. <laughs> He's a bit like that when he taking the selfies. She, she was 17 when things started to go wrong. I was reading up on, on it last night, reading about you and Coco's Law, which we'll talk about what you're trying to do and everything that had happened. And reading it, I was almost shocked at the stuff that had been done and the stuff that had had went on and like I was even saying to Arthur today I was like Jesus how 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 so talk me through from the age of 17 did you notice a change in Nicole and what was going on then and um, yeah I did know uh, Nicole she was about 17 and a half and she started to experience going out to her first nightclub it was a disco bar it wasn't even a nightclub um, and uh Everything was fine, you know, for the first few months. But she used to have this friend, his boy, and um, that's all. They were just friends. And he used to spend a lot of time in, in Wexford Widows or stay over in the house, you know. And they used to do everything together. They trusted each other. They were, you know, they were just really close. But there was two girls in particular how, how, how it started. And one of the girls liked... Nicole's friend, mm. the boy, and okay. the only way she could get close to this boy was make friends with Nicole. Okay. And they did make friends with her, and things were things were going great. But when this girl found realized that um, this boy didn't want any anything to do with her, and mm. um, things started to change then, 
the other girl, as I said, it started off with two girls, but the other girl moved to England, and since then she has admitted to me that um, everything that they'd done on the call was through jealousy, just pure jealousy. Right. Um, and what age were they? Were they all 17? At the no, s- no, no, no. Um, the, the main girl was 22. 22? Yeah, so ranged between 17 to, to 22. She would have been the oldest. You would so think these it's weren't s- kids. someone at the age, <clears throat> excuse me, of 22 was a fully-fledged grown adult and should know better. Mm. When were you aware of this? When did Nicole say this to you that this is what was going on or when did you know? Right. Um, when she started, when, when things started to change because the boy didn't, didn't like it, um, they started to do just little bitty things to her. Do you know where uh, that you'd kind of go, oh, well, it must have been an accident or whatever. But then, um, as I said, one of the girls went to England. So this main girl had to, to form another group, right. you know, for you know, tobacco, uh, what, what what was going she, on? What was going on with yeah. Nicole? And um, Nicole didn't smoke, but um, her friends would smoke, and they used to go to the smoking area. And um, these girls that they had formed uh, started. To, they put cigarette butts out on Nicole's feet. They stubbed the cigarette butts out on her leg or or her feet. Right. Then um, Nicole was only my height, five foot, and. Uh, She'd actually debate that. She always said she was five foot one, but she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was Nothing wrong with adding an extra yeah. inch jacket, yeah, come on. That, but she wasn't, she was five foot. And she would dance on the dance floor. And these girls would, no matter where she'd be on the dance floor, these would come over and um, pretend to be dancing and they'd give her an elbow in the face or an elbow right. in the chest, you know, really hard. Yeah. And then uh, they dragged her down the flight of stairs in the nightclub and they were metal stairs um, by the hair and she, she hit every every metal stairs going down right. by the hair. They also, um, they pushed her so hard into the corner of one of the tables in the pub that they, when they pushed her so hard, she actually dislocated her hip. But mm. Nicole had um, hypermobility syndrome and that was where her joints would come out easier than 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 most than most people okay. but not that easy you know where where they don't they didn't just pop it pop out themselves so when they yeah. pushed her at the corner of the table and um, they did push her so hard that uh, they popped it popped out and um, some of the girls that joined in with the group pretended to be nicole's friends nicole okay. didn't realize that they were part of the, the the first girl the main girl this is all based on the fact that nicole's friend didn't like this particular girl yeah and this girl was in her 20s, 20, 22 years yeah. of age. And this is what all of this Started. is based on. So yeah. the cigarettes, yeah. the assault, yeah. dragging her down the stairs. Yeah. Wow. And with, with the assault, especially, you know, the one down the stairs and all of that, were the guardie contacted? Were, did you find out about this? And um, Yeah, Nicole used to, to say to me, but she told me everything, but I'd say, oh, I'm going down to go. I know, ma'am, ma'am, this day ever, but... She, I used to, I used to beg her not to go out, you know, and and she used to say to me, "Ma'am, why should I have to stay in? You know, I'm I'm eighteen, nineteen, or whatever it was at this time. Uh, why should I have to stay in?" And she used to say, "No, I'm going to not let them get the better of me." They also stuck um, these two girls that, um, so called friends said they were curling her hair at night one night, and they stuck the curling tongs to her arm and kept it on her arm and gave her a five six inch burn on her arm and they used to, she used to put her drink on the table and they'd swipe it off go oh sorry you know it didn't didn't mean that um nicole wouldn't let me go down um near tomorrow it's not like you knock to the parents door and say excuse me your son or daughter these were adults do you know yeah. what I mean? these weren't kids so it's not like the parents could ground them or do you know it's the, the ones that that burned her arm and put cigarette butts out. They had kids of their own. They had a, one of them had a little girl and the other one had a little so, boy. Oh my they God, had these, kids are, these are parents. Own. Yeah. You know, some people just thrive on drama, love the drama. The fact that she told you everything mm. that you knew, because mm. sometimes you would hear in these scenarios that the parents may not know. But the fact that she trusted you as her mom and that you were that close, that she was able to tell you this and then when you wanted to step in and do something was she do you think if you had a stepped in like you wanted to do you think she would have been embarrassed no. or do you think in her mind it would have got her in more trouble with these no, girls she was worried about me okay and what would happen to me because these people lived around my estate and and the the, the near estates as well do you know and and she she was afraid that i'd get the backlash of it you know okay. now they did make up a fake um 
a fake uh, account called Saoirse where social media account social media account uh, where they threatened to put her on life support machine uh, they threatened to beat her up so badly and then put her on life support machine now we did go to the guards um, with that and they said because Nicole was over 18 that right. I couldn't make the statement that she, she had to and she was terrified she said no way man uh, you know of all the physical abuse that you are doing on her already imagine she said ma'am imagine being a rat as well that would have made it worse what I thought was worse but I didn't know worse was to come of course um, with the physical abuse Nicole was as I said she was bubbly lively cheeky or whatever but she was also shy as well she could be quiet and shy very thoughtful caring person as well um, did this abuse the physical abuse or the you know the online with the fake profile did this affect Nicole day to day um, it did it uh, 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 did the online abuse hadn't really started at this stage. It was more the physical abuse. And in 2015, in May 2015, um, Nicole took an, an overdose. Okay. Um, we spent four nights in, in hospital. And the, I remember that day the doctor saying to her, do you regret it? And Nicole said, yes. And he goes, well, that's good. And she mm. goes, no, I regret it. It didn't work. Oh, um, God, Hearing that, you know, I, th I thought when Nicole took the overdose and she's in, I thought that was a worst nightmare. Okay. Um, she did, after four days, she did come out and she was sent to CAMS. And in CAMS, the, the, the main guy who was assessing her, Nicole was sitting there and she was sobbing. And she was saying, you know, everything that was going on. The boy, the, the friend that she had, he had met a girl and... This girl was jealous of the friendship that Nicole had with this boy. So this boy turned on Nicole to be with the girl. Right. But best friend. Best or, friend. Uh, you know, and I how a lot of so this started at the start, yeah. especially was around him as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she felt so rejected and, mm. you know, that she just lost her best friend as yeah. well as getting She probably felt alone and super she vulnerable. She rejected. And yeah. the guy in, in camps, um, even though she was sitting there crying, we're only out of the hospital, um, after taking the overdose, he said it's all part of life. It's a state. It's a phase you're going through. You know, you know, you get over it. You know, mm. and and you know things start. I there was a huge change in the cold since the overdose. I actually thought uh, people got uh, heard about the overdose, and I thought when they heard about it, they would have backed off. But they one of the girls, the main girl, and and, and a few others said, "Oh, Nicole took an overdose because of me." And then they said, uh, no, it wasn't, it was because of me. And the other one, no, it was because of me. And it was like claiming the trophy on, on who made Nicole. Um, it was almost like it. they were proud of it. Yeah. That they'd achieved something. Yeah. Whereas you would think any mm -hmm. other human being yeah. in that situation would be fearful, yeah. would be apologetic, mm -hmm. would be, would regret it. No. Nothing at all. No. And Nicole started to, to spend a lot of time in her room then. And she would cry a lot. Um, go to bed mm. and a lot of times I would lie in with her and you know we'd both cry mm. and um, every night she'd always sit on my bed and, and at the end of it she'd always say night ma'am I love you and I'd always say night Cocoa Pops because that's what I call her and I'd say night Cocoa Pops I love you one night I went in and I, I didn't know one night I went in even though she told me everything mm -hmm. At the start, she didn't show me this bit. And I went in, she had her, her pyjamas on, shorts on the top. And um, Nicole had been getting her fingernails and digging them so deep into her skin um, on her legs and on her belly. Um, and when I seen that, and she said to me, and the night she said to me, Mum, um, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm. Um, I can't take everything that they're doing and the way they make me feel and the only reason why I can't kill myself is because I don't want to leave you heartbroken and that's the type of person Nicole was again she was worried about me yeah you know not about herself and um, she was worried about leaving me heartbroken and she held on for 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 another two years after that and okay. um, I always think that she was so unhappy for the next two years, so unhappy. And I always um, feel guilty about that because she was only holding on for me. No, you can't. No, you can't. now, I, now yeah. I don't because no. I held on to her because I love her. She's you know? your daughter, of course. And obviously I wanted to keep her here. And yeah. Do you think that 
the digging the nails into the legs and to her stomach. Do you think that was a way of, was, was she self-harming? Was it a way of making herself feel better? Did she talk to you about it? She did. It was like, yeah, she said she felt better when she was the, it was like frustration. It was the, the heartache of everything. It was the sadness. It was the loneliness. It was the rejection. And when she was digging her nails in, into her, yeah, she said, it, was, it. I know you probably hear loads of people saying this, but it was like a release. But what they're doing, obviously, it's, you know, is, is the wrong thing. And yeah. what's running through your mind? So when you're, you know, in bed with her and you, you know, I, I love you, Coco Pops, and I love you, mom, and you know all of this. As a parent, what are you thinking day to day about this well, what is your frame of mind my my main thing was to try and get her back up again okay and i could as i said from this lively bubbly funny funny girl i can see someone has just dropped so much so much so my my, my main thing was to to get her back up and um, you know, I used to say, come on, we get dressed and we used to go for for a walk in Bray or um, we still had this the, the, the mobile home and what used to be a happy place to go to, it, it turned into an escape yeah. place to go to. So yeah, we to did almost go, go and hide. She'd still go shopping for clothes because she would still go out once a week. Um, and all she wanted to do was, was dance and have a laugh and have a few drinks. She never got drunk because she always had to be aware of what was going on because even when she'd go out um, from this person that never had anxiety or suffered with anything what what happened um was just before the 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 online abuse was she used to get ready and um sometimes she'd get ready with a friend or she or sometimes she'd be waiting for a friend to come up beyond but she used to get ready and she'd have her makeup on and her 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 clothes and then she'd throw up in the bathroom um with the top going out, just nerves. with nerves going out. Right. But then she'd come down the stairs and she'd stand in front of the door or whatever and she'd have this big, huge smile on her yeah. face and she'd say, take a picture of me. Mm. And it was like, looking at the at the picture, you think, that she was the happiest person in the world. Know. You know, that, that there was nothing wrong what was happening as well. You know, she would get attention from, from, from boys. boys. And these girls hated that. Yeah. They hated it. Um, and not only girls, there was a couple of, uh, of lads that, that joined in with the girls. Right. Um, but they would call the, the, the boys over there and be talking to her and, and whispering stuff and, and, and making things up and, you know, just to get them get them away from Nicole. Yeah. And she was never allowed to have a boyfriend because right. they, they made sure at the start that, you know, they destroy it on her um, before anything even happens, you know. And, you know, they just... They just never, they never left her alone. And even, even if she didn't go to that nightclub, you know, sometimes she'd, she'd go somewhere else. But, you know, with, with social media, some, everyone always knows where you are. Let's yeah. talk about social media. Mm. Was Nicole on social media? Yeah. Did she enjoy social media? Um, she did, like right. anyone else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, and she'd have a laugh or she'd, she'd post things. She'd put up selfies. Do you know, it's just... The normal stuff yeah, we all do. Yeah, what you should, what 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 you should be able to yeah. do. But um, with it, with with Nicole, it was actually probably the thing that actually did kill her. Okay, it's more she, so the online abuse. Yeah, that okay. that 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 was the final nail. You know, that was the the the, the one that really dragged her down. And um, was online abuse, um. They made a, a, a group chat in WhatsApp okay. and, you know, they all joined in and obviously Nicole wasn't invited into this group chat and by the time she did hear about it, sure, everything that they did and said to her was uh, was shared around everywhere. Do you know, uh, the damage had already been, been done. Mm. And they also sent her um, a video of a noose on how to hang yourself. They um, sent her... Uh, the thing that that's on YouTube and um, eight easy ways to kill yourself. But every every time, whether it was on Snapchat or or Instagram or whatever, they every day they'd say, "Go die, go hang yourself, and um, slit your wrist." Everyone hates you. No one wants you here. You're better off uh, dead. And and this was constant. And from as I said, this lively bubbly girl. When when you're hearing this all the time. It's going to affect you, of course it is. You know, it did. It got it got deeper and deeper into her head. Um, and this was constant. 
this was constant. Um, you know, and they put up videos of so say someone's face blurred out, and it wouldn't even be Nicole and um, having sex with someone, and okay. they'd share it around, saying, "Look at Nicole." Um, yeah, but this 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 was constant. Go hang yourself, and and the the the, the videos of the noose on how to do it. And do you think, in a sense of that, the online abuse, in a sense, and the taunting and the bullying, was worse than the physical abuse? Yeah. Tell me for, why you think. Tell for, me why you think that. For for head wise, okay. yeah, it was it was worse. Um, the physical abuse. Yeah, I used to, I wouldn't go to bed when she'd go out and I'd use the kind of, the minute she'd ring me, she'd go, ma'am, quick, come and get me. And I'd come and get her straight away. Do you know what I mean? The, the physical, physical abuse was horrendous. Don't get me wrong. Of course. And and she should never have to endure that just no. because someone's jealous. Yeah. Um, but the online, the online, when it get, it, that got into her head. The thing with the online was, abuse is, is that you, it, it, you can access it at any point. It's on a phone, whether it's two, three, four in the morning, when you're in the bathroom, going to the toilet, you know, in and out of a shower. So you, you, you can easily access it. Yeah. And she never responded once to, to anything that they put up. She never responded once because she wasn't going to give them the, the ammunition the that they were. The satisfaction. Oh, they would have loved that, you know. She had a great fighting spirit. Uh, yeah. Didn't she? Yeah. Like, yeah. she sounds like such a strong character yeah. that even at the height of it, mm. she still didn't want them to win. So she'd show up, she'd go out yeah. and not by not even responding to them. Because yeah. yeah. you can imagine, and I can imagine you'd be so tempted to be getting that abuse and all those lies and all that you'd want to go, fuck off or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And that she never gave them that satisfaction. No, no she never did. Um, they have nothing on her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They've nothing to say, well, she did this or this or that. And you know what? Now this is going to actually sound a bit bizarre, but this is what happened. Nicole... Because of the, the abuse that she went to, Nicole would cha- um, dye her hair. She'd have, a, say, blonde one, one time, and then she'd go so low, and to build herself up, she'd, she'd dye her hair and try and start new. Well, she had her hair pink and <laughs> every colour to, 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 to start over. And the main girl, as I said, in, in the dye club, Nicole would have her hair purple, say, or whatever. And the following week, this girl would have her hair purple. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. And then she was copying then she, her. Yeah. She wanted know, to be her by the yeah, sense of it. That's what she was jealous. That's what Nicole said. It's yeah, like I agree. she wants to, to, to be her. Yeah. And Nicole hated it. It wasn't like, oh, she, you know, everyone loves me. They, they want to look like me. Yeah. No, she hated it because Nicole hated drama. She hated um, attention. Did anyone, extended family, other friends, neighbours, notice a change yeah. in Nicole? Yeah. And. Um, yeah, they did. Now, she had a, um, a couple of friends that did, would stand up for her. Do you know what I mean? When they were in the nightclub. As I said, Nicole was only little and these other friends would be would be a lot taller and, and bigger. And they were able to step in the way and say, here, you know, and, and, and try and protect Nicole. And did that affect it? Did, then would it stop for a period of time? No, because they were, absolutely no. Right, no. Okay. They, they, that, that was like, yay, drama, fight. Let's have a fight outside. Do you know what I mean? No, that was... Uh, that's what they wanted. That would, yeah. yeah, they wanted a confrontation. Yeah, where Nicole would, wanted to just dance and, and have a few drinks. Um, yeah, my family did, but it's it's looking back on it now. It's it was I was powerless mm. to uh, my main focus, as I said, was to 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 get look after Nicole, to give me my Nicole back. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It was, and the guards couldn't do anything. Um, as I said, going to to their houses. Uh, your daughter's bullying. And you know what? Bullying, she wasn't bullied because bully is, is like a real playground word or a schoolyard word. She was tortured and tormented, tormented. and annihilated until they, until she she couldn't see past another day, until she, she, she ended it. You know? When Nicole had attempted the overdose in 2015, did she attempt anything again before 2018? Um, no. No? No. Um, did things get better for her? Did she improve at all after that? Did she, she see any sort of positivity at all? After in anything? a couple of years. Um, but it, about tr- three weeks before, no, about about two weeks before Nicole died, um, she went, start going out with my niece and her friends, you know, and they went to a different place altogether. And, um, I could see a change in her. Uh, 
things were, were, were good. I, I didn't have to collect her at one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock. She'd actually, a couple of nights, she'd last the, the whole night and she'd get in the car and she, she'd be full of smiles and laughing. I'm going, oh, wow. And, you know, I said, oh, it's great to see you laughing and smiling. Yeah. And she'd tell me all about her night. And I was so happy. Um, and I thought things were, were changing around. And, and she was starting to bubble up a bit. Um, I let my guard down when I seen the change. It's because you were so happy. I thought she was doing, I thought she was doing, I thought it was starting to get better for her. Yeah. Um, I did let my guard down. Um, I didn't know that in December that that was our last Christmas together. Um, and it's weird to think back on it now. Nicole actually, if you remember me saying she used to want to took all the photographs at, yes. at, at, at Christmas time mm. and stuff. But she actually took them individually. We're our cousins. And, and, right. and I thought she was just taking pictures, you know. Um, and it, it wasn't until it wasn't, now I know why. Tell me why. Because she knew, not that she knew that... She didn't know what she was going to do or when or how or what date. I'm not saying she had a plan of what was going to happen. I think she knew that she wasn't going to be here. Mm. Um, that she wasn't going to last another year, do you know what I mean? But, because even though she was happier in the other place, don't forget they were still taught, like... The online doing on, stuff. Online it stuff. probably was less physical, but the online yeah. abuse... So that had never stopped. Never stopped. That had never stopped. And... It was only looking back now, I think that's why she took individual pictures of, of her cousins and her nanny and her granddad and stuff. To think that this was normal for Nicole to suffer the physical abuse she suffered, but the online abuse for her, that for every day is what yeah. she was used to. Yeah. She should have had her teenage happy yeah. years, do you know what I mean? And going out with someone or, and, and, and living a life or, or, or going abroad. She never went abroad. She was also, I think, a word I would use, Jackie, you know, I never got a chance to, to meet Nicole, but she sounds like she was also very brave. Yeah. I think she's very brave. Yeah. Brave she as was. well. She was brave in, in going out to the nightclub and, mm. and facing these people. She yeah. was brave to hold on. Yeah, for um, the lens she did. And even though... She said because she didn't want to leave me heartbroken. It's still her. She's still she still held on and she tried so hard to be happy. Do you know when she, she she did she tried she oh she gave she gave everything to to, to be normal, hmm. you know, to, to have a normal life. Talk me through New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, and talk me through January and how Nicole New Year's was. New Year's Day was the best day of her life. Oh wow. She had gone out and uh, my uh, my brother and his wife and the other kids had gone down the country for the weekend, opportunity party, right? And she went out with my niece and my nephew and their friends, but she also knew their friends, right? She had a fantastic time in the nightclub, the best night ever. And there's where, where I thought the turnaround was happening as well, do you know? And so on the 17th, Wednesday, we went to Liffey Valley. She brought this little little red dress and um, she bought another top as well because she didn't know which one she was she was going to wear. Um, that was the Wednesday and then on the Friday she had uh, her eyebrows booked uh, you know to get her eyebrows done and, and, and uh, ready then to go out for the Saturday um, and I was actually for the first time excited that she was going out again do you know what I mean because uh, the last couple of times were great and, and I never had to collect her and she was happy and you know she'd be telling me all about this and that and that and so I didn't worry on the on the 18th then of January, uh, I didn't see Nicole that morning. The night before Nicole had to sit on my bed and she, you know, they were talking and she said, night mama, love you, and like, like Coco Pops, love you. And she went into bed and she says, uh, love you, mama, and she sent me hearts, which isn't, no, that wasn't unusual for mm -hmm. Nicole to do. Do you know what I mean? Because she, she, you know, she's, she'd do things like that for me or you know she'd send me nice little things and um so I didn't see her the next morning because my dad was uh sick he has Alzheimer's and every Thursday morning I'd go down and mind my dad while my mum went shopping so it wasn't unusual not to see Nicole that morning and um, I came back at 20 past three and uh, I I 
yeah, I came back from my dad's at 20 past three and I just ran in. I was a little bit late, so I, I grabbed the boys. My, I had to drop uh, my, one of my sons to work and then go on around and collect my 14-year-old Lee um, from school. Um, oh, I went to the chipper after. And I regret that so much, going to the chipper, because... I always thought if I made up, if I just went from the school straight home, would I have got there on time? I know now that I wouldn't have, but then I, I, I was just blaming myself, you know. And anyway, uh, we got chipper for Lee and and for Nicole, and we had up. I opened the hall door and myself and Lee kind of walked in at the same time, and there was a step ladder in front of us and mm -hmm. I say, like, you know, just for that second I was wonder what what's the step ladder do then? Yeah. And I I remember I don't know what it was, but it was such a not a scream or a roar, just so from the bottom of his stomach yeah. just screamed, but I ran over to her. And I tried to lift it, to get mm -hmm. lift her up to get the weight off her neck. Yeah. And I screamed at Lee, take her down. And he's only fourteen. As a child, yeah. And and then I screamed at him, no get help. And then I screamed at him, take her down. And you know what I was worried about? I thought with because she was kind of high up. I thought, oh God, what bang her head off the 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 frame of the door or something? And that's what, what I was thinking. Like, oh, what if I what if I bang her head and. Like, I don't know what it was, adrenaline or what. I didn't even feel her in my arms. and It was adrenaline. Yeah. Shock, I, it's everything. Yeah. It's trauma. And I, let, I remember her lay her down on the floor and she was still warm. You know, I, I, I had, Lee had ran out to get help and I rang the, 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 the ambulance crew and I put on loudspeaker and I told them, and they were saying about doing CPR, so she was right there and I was doing CPR and her, but... I was begging her to to, to hold on, like that. She was going to be okay, you know. She was still warm. I was only gone an hour, um, and I said, like, "Please go." I was just begging her. I said, like, "Please go, just hold on." And when when the ambulance crew came, I they brought her into the kitchen, and what seemed like for hours in there, like just like. For ages, and I was brought into the sitting room by the guards, and, and my, my best friend was with me. And uh, I just can I just go out for just for a second? And we said, Jackie, you can't go out. I said, Look, if I'm there with her, she'd be okay. She, okay she needed me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she needed me to, to, to be where. Obviously, I could. They wouldn't let me out. When they when they put her in the ambulance and she was on the way to, to Tala Hospital. And this is where you said she's a little fire. She actually took a massive heart attack in the ambulance and died. But they got her back. Right. And her heartbeat started. Uh, they got her heartbeat back. Mm. And that was her, the, her, the little fire yeah. that I always say. Like she's, totally. But... I, and, I, and I don't know if anyone believes this or, you know, that everyone has their own beliefs and stuff. I think she died and knew where she was going, but she came back just to let me say goodbye to her. Okay. And that's what I want to believe. Yeah. That she knew she was going to be okay. Yeah. But she came back because she, she knew. back for you. I knew I couldn't just have some final like that. Of course. Who died. Um, she... We had two days in, uh, when I went to the hospital, they brought her straight up, they were working on her, they mm -hmm. brought her up to okay. And these people got their wish because they said that they were going to leave her on life support. Nice support yeah. And she was on life support. But I remember the doctor calling myself and the boys into the room and Lee said, is she going to be okay? And he said, no, she's going to die. And he said that her organs were going to start shutting down. And even though I heard them words, I still thought she was going home with me. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't think it that didn't was click. never going to see her again. Yeah. 
Um, my family's are coming in and uh, the, the, the three friends, the three good friends that she would have had to come in to say goodbye. And I remember Lee, Lee actually, he actually uh, passed out, he, he, he collapsed on the floor. Remember, he's the one that found out with me. 14. 14, and yeah. he collapsed on the floor, and he was brought to another part of Stella Hospital. Okay. So, so you're, Nicole also, you're, you're was worried here about him. Yeah, you're worried about you, yeah, both your children. Yeah, and, and he was in another part. And, um, anyway, I used to put my phone on, on Nicole's leg and just hope that she'd move it, you know, bounce yeah. a bit. And I said to her, I said, oh, I'll just open your eyes and say, you Jackerson, we go to Mackerson. That's all I wanted her to say to me. But on the Saturday morning, on the early hours, early hours of Saturday morning, and, you know, we washed her hair as well and, you know, for a period, we tidied her up and, you know, because she would have said, oh God, you know, to stay me. You know, yeah, of course. And, you know, so. Slap on the town, ma'am. <laughs> you know. But on the early hours of Saturday morning, um, our heart started going erratic and um, our blood pressure was all over the place. And the nurse said to me that it's time. And you only had about a minute or so left. I remember getting up on the bed with her and I said to her, I remember saying to her, just let go. And I said, no one, no one is ever going to hurt you again. I think I think I'll touch a call. And I said, just just let go. And I said, I, I said to her, I love you, go, pops. And then when I said that, then she died. She, 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 her organs shut down and I had to stop. Our little fight was gone over. Um, I'm going to like ask you a question. I hope it's not the wrong question, but do you think that maybe she was like at peace in a sense that they, that there was no more pain, there was no more torture at all? Do I think now? Or do yeah. I now I know she's okay. Yeah. I she who can hurt her now. Yeah. No, no one can hurt her. Now I know she's um again, this probably sounds mental, but I did have written little signs and stuff and all that. That made me know that she's okay, that that gave me comfort, you know, that made me happy that not that it made me happy, but um no, she is at she is at peace. She should never be at peace. She should be here um enjoying herself, doing everything that everyone else should be able. Um I thought she was going to be okay, Brian. I didn't think she was going to die. I thought I got back in time. Talk me through the funeral oh. process. How do I feel about it? If it wasn't Nicole's funeral, it would have been the best funeral ever. Um, okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, I didn't, she didn't, I didn't bury her okay. because, um, because she was like my shadow and she always wanted to be with me. I said... To around that I wasn't going to bury her because I didn't want to leave her up there in the cold and the dark on her I own. That. I get that. Um, she would she take that? You know, she, she wouldn't want to be on her own in, in the dark. Um, so we got her cremated and we had a, 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 a projector with uh, all our photographs and okay. our photographs would come up and while our photographs were on, Chris Brown would be playing all back. Okay. Um, yeah. That song, yeah, and um, and we played uh, Macklemore. We played, uh, you know, uh, songs that she liked. Those songs about. must mean so much to you. Those I, songs in particular. I I I've never listened to because you probably can't. No, uh, yeah, it just I get that. It kills it me. It triggers so much. Yeah. Um, you were saying there to me that um, you didn't go to mass much. Where. <laughs> If you didn't go to mass much, are you, would you say you're a religious person? I knew you were going to get to All right. I believe in God. Okay. I always said a little prayers on, on you know, protect, you know, of course. over thing. Um, yeah, I do believe in God. I do believe in heaven. Um, I do believe there is a, 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 another place after this. Obviously, I believe it more than I ever did because I have to know that she's somewhere good safe and happy and that she she that i will see her again and that i will be with her again i and i talk to nicole all the time um i i i i need to believe that i'm gonna see her again and where if nicole is in your version of heaven what's she doing when she's there i think she's traveling and i'll tell you why because one um 
this probably is going to sound a bit a bit weird, but when Nicole, I, when Nicole died, I didn't bring her back to Clondalk and where I lived because I said to her on her, when, when she was in the hospital, that she's never going back up there again. And I brought her back to my mum's and we put the coffin in my mum's little room because she loved her nanny and her granddad and that's where she, she, she always was in her nannies and granddads with me. And uh, my niece, and her boyfriend Dane, so Lindsay and Dane were, were had a little uh, young lady, he was two, two and a half, and uh, Mason, and Mason didn't know where Nicole was gone, obviously he didn't understand, she was lying in the coffin, he didn't know what It's, what, it's what tricky for children, is, I agree, is, you yeah, know of what course, I mean? so she, she looked asleep as far as he was He probably he thought was she concerned. was asleep, yeah. yeah. But then a, a few months after that, um, they had their, their holiday book, so Lindsay, Dane and Mason went to Lanzarote, I think it was, and Lindsay's other nanny says, will you pick us up these certain smokes or whatever? And they went down the strip and uh, they couldn't find the smokes. But when they came back up, there was another shop across the road. And just as they were about to cross the road, they got a put. and it's going to sound mad, but this isn't the, the, the weird part of it. They, they got a kind of a pushback. And one second, one second later, even though Mason was in his buggy, two cars went head on right into each other. Wow. If they didn't feel... A, 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 a pressure of pushing back, they would have been killed. Oh, Definitely no. Mason yes. in the buggy, but if not the three of them. But the 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 the, the gas thing is the next day, um my brother it was time to come home and my brother was gone out to the airport to collect them. So Lindsay was in the front, my brother was driving, Dane and Mason were in the back, and Mason was playing with whatever he had and Lindsay was telling my brother, Oh dad, you want to see what happened um you know, and, and one second later, we got pushed back. One second later, the car was banged. And then Mason lifted up his head and he goes, Coco was there. Coco was at the crash. Right. And what, age is, Mason, he... what age is he at this point now? Oh, he's... Uh, five. Right, would have been right. right. Okay, yeah, right. You so, say, yeah. Okay. So uh, he would have been three. No, he's three six at the now. Time. Yeah, so okay. he would have been three. And he said, "Coco was there. Coco was at the crash." And he's that made that. me believe. How would? Why would he say that? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know where she was. It, it was normal for him to for Coco to be at the crash. You you mentioned earlier in the chat that signs. Yeah. My sisters are firm believers of signs when it comes to our mom, feathers, mm. you know, robins. I've always mm. been a bit skeptical. What's your experience? And when I'm talking now, you're smiling about it. So I say you definitely believe in it. Well, Talk me about signs and what you've encountered with right, Nicole. Right, well, there's, there's, there's one. Okay, Mason, saying, yes. But I remember one, one, well, not one night, many nights I'd be in bed and I'd be, I'd be crying, you know. And um, Nicole had a touch lamp on, on the window ledge and obviously a touch lamp, you have to touch it to turn on, right? Yeah. And I remember crying so much and I said, I said, Cole, just, if you just send me something just to know, I said, if you sent me something tonight, just to know, and then I'll know that you're okay. Just send me something to let me know that you're okay. And I remember uh, going to bed and I fell asleep, but I remember waking up. And when I woke up, the room was dark, but then the light, the lamp turned on. Mm. And obviously it's a touch lamp and I wasn't yeah. near it. And I was like, oh, right, I don't know. But I wasn't thinking and I stretched over and I turned the lamp off and I lay back down. But the lamp turned back on and I was like, hmm. Like, and I was yeah. saying, Oh, Cole, is that you? But now I and I've no reason to, to lie or make it up on, on, on Coley's ashes. I the the, the lights start flashing. Right. And then I was like, Oh, but then that was it then. It went mm. but I didn't go to sleep because I was saying, Go on, turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but it did you, Jackie were wanting too much. <laughs> you know, but things like that. But did I, you find solace and peace in that? Oh, a hundred percent. Just want to see her smile, and they, I know they say to people rest in peace. I never leave her alone. I, I, I just <laughs> no, I no one's never... ever said that on the podcast before. <laughs> I don't, God, no, I don't let her rest. I'm always saying, like, I'll go just one more time, <laughs> you know. But it's amazing, though. I always think people should interpret signs in a way that's beneficial, yeah, to them. Mm. Let's discuss Coco's Law, and it's the Harassment, Harmful Communications, and Related Offences Bill is named. That's what Coco's law is. A few days after Nicole died, the, the guards came back to me and said that it wasn't uh, a criminal offence uh, to to um, torment to people, yeah, um, abuse online. people online, troll yeah. them in a sense. Yeah, and 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 th there was no law, no law there. And even though Facebook came out in two thousand and four, and you know with technology and it just got bigger, and they probably didn't anticipate that it was going to get so huge, but they never brought anything in to 
help people and yeah. even up to now there's still no legislation in um yeah the guards came to me and, and said that it wasn't um a, a crime you know there was no law there there was no legislation there that and i said so and i remember saying so i could add you on on facebook and annihilate you and rip you apart and whatever and there's nothing you could do about it and he said no right, and that was wow. the guards um i remember saying i remember one night i said i was sitting in my bed and I was that close to going with cult. And I remember then, like, it wasn't right because I was here, my family and my boys were here. Nicole was out on her own. And that's 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 the way I, she hated me. She didn't want me on her own, do you know what I mean? And she was somewhere and it wasn't right because we should have been all together. And yeah. I wanted to be with her so much. And even, you don't think rationally, you don't think proper. Yeah. I was saying, even if I get to see her, and then I'll come back, and then I'll, you know, I just wanted to see her, I needed to see her. Um, I was going to take my life that, that night. The orge was there. I don't plan. But the, yeah, yeah. The, the orge was there just to see her. And then I don't know what, whatever happened, and then I thought, like, oh, my boys, do they want to see, see the man go that way? I mean, family would be devastated. And so... A couple of days later, I, I, I made a decision either go with Cole or, or do something about it. And I decided, decided just to do something about it, but it was more like survival mode. I I, I got so into it. And it wasn't, it was, yeah, it was actually to not, not, not deal with what I didn't want to deal with. The word I'd probably use would be a distraction. And I yeah. said, that's but you yeah. had something else to focus on. Yeah. It gave you something to do. Yeah. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to deal with what I should have been dealing with. The reality with, you know, of what happened. And yeah. um, I, I got in touch with a TD, and you know, I started having a couple of meetings, and no one was listening. No one was listening at all, and I wasn't getting anywhere. And, and yeah, I, I, I had a protest outside uh, Leinster House, and I had a, mm. a, a march through Dublin City, and everyone brought one pink balloon for for coal as well. And we had the banners and. Uh, loads, hundreds came and um, I was starting to get noticed a, a bit of what I wanted to do, um, not enough obviously and then one day uh, I had a meeting in the AV room in, in, in the doll and that's where um, you know you could have one TD might show up, six might show up three, you don't none, know. you don't know on the day yeah. and I have a drama that I played um, in the AV room but it was it was weird that day because loads of loads turned up, turned up and I, and there there's me behind a podium that that was like hello <laughs> you're trying to reach the microphone and they're all in tiered seats in their suits and stuff and I'm going oh good lord right. and I says oh Cole you better be here beside yeah, me help me this is what I need you know and um that day I don't know what it was it wasn't it, it wasn't me and I'm not going into all holy stuff and all whatever but I, I I got the strength to to actually do what I needed to do that day and um, because it was for Nicole yeah and I got into their hearts and I got into their heads and actually some of them were crying and and some of them were just turn, turning away they couldn't even look at me yeah. but at the end of it one of them stood up and said instead of working separately and um, to, to 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 change this can we all work together and I was like Oh, they're some they're listening. Yeah. You know, I winged it. I winged it all the way because I'm not experienced in this. I didn't know what I knew what I wanted. And um, Brendan Helen, I remember that that poor man. I remember sitting in his office and, oh my God, I I poured my heart out and he actually slid over an envelope with um a draft of the harassment yes. harmful communications the harassment that. harmful communications and related offences bill is named Coco's law before Nicole uh, died in, in the May before that he Brendan Helm was actually working on it but then it ceased it stopped and they weren't working on it anymore not Brendan himself they just weren't interested and um, he and I said right it's it that's great and I said but also I need to to be called Coco's law I need I felt that I let her down and I needed to make up something to, to so her name won't be forgotten. And I always said that Nicole will never be forgotten. Um, and I said to him about naming it Coco's Law. And he, and, and he, he did say that no law in Ireland is named after um, a person. Okay. Um, but then a couple of days later, I got a, an email from the 
you know, legal, parliamentary, whatever uh, people, th- people <laughs> <laughs> say that there's no reason why we can't name a Coco's Law. And I was like, oh, wow. Like that. So now I know I had Coco's Law to fight. Do you feel now that you, you, let, you said that you felt like you let her down? Do you still feel now that you let her down? Um, no, not now I don't because I did try everything that I could yeah, when she was here. I, I had no law, I had no cards behind me. Mm-hmm. You, you couldn't ground them, you couldn't, it, because they, were, they had kids of their own, they were too big. And as I said, all I could do was try and bring her up out of herself. So, um, no, I just... Talk to me about these people. Do you still see them? Are no. they still living in the same places? Have they no. reached out? No. The, two days after Nicole, two or three, I can't, I can't remember, two, two or three days after Nicole died, this main girl that I was telling you about, she put up on Facebook and said, oh, so sad. There's always like at the end of the tunnel if anyone ever wants to come and talk. And that was t- so nobody would think she wow. did it, you know. It's to cover her I arse. was so like... Yeah, I can't imagine, Jackie. Do I hate them? I hate them. Of course you do. Guts. And... I I was living in, in the area where they were living or the surrounded areas like and I couldn't let the boys out because especially Lee, he was so annoyed, he was so angry, they took his sister. If I wanted bread or milk, I couldn't even go to the shops around the corner. I didn't want to see any any of them or any of their family. And I'm not saying their family are bad. It, it, I know most You're of their You're on about families. the certain individuals, not yeah, the families, yes. I know most of their families they were my friends. They were no, not I didn't know all of them, but some of them I knew them really, really well. If you were judge and jury, what would you do? I think they they should be punished because Nicole didn't take her own life; they took it. Yeah, you know she would have been here. She would have been happy. Uh, you know she would have lived her life. So they took that away from her. They made her feel so bad. They they stripped her of everything. They stripped her of her personality, her confidence. They stripped her of her smile. They 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 took everything out of her. Um, and I think, you know, if I if I was judge or yeah, people now or then should be made examples of. They did murder. They did, sense, and I don't care did. what way people say, they they say I'll probably say, oh Nicole took her own life. Yeah, no, it was it was a whole choice. However, they don't have a choice when they see that they can't. They it's like total vision. Look, if if anyone could have kept Nicole here, it would be me. And she fought, yeah, for as as, as long as she could yeah. for you because yeah. she loved you. Yeah. At any point, did you feel anger or frustration? towards Nicole at all? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. Um, I, 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 I'm I, not one bit angry with her. I right. don't blame her. Okay. I understand it, if that makes... Yeah, no, I, I think I it's about... Why, yeah, understanding it. I know it. why she went. She didn't have to leave a note or, or a letter for me. I knew everything that was going on. Um, absolutely no. I, I'd never say, well, why did you do that? I no. know why she did it. No. How could you do that? I know I, I, I know everything that was behind it. I, no, I could never be angry. Do you um, think it was something that was, do you think it was something she planned that day? She knew your routine? Or do you think it was just a spur of the moment? Um, hard to tell because okay. she had taken the, the photos individually. With, Year, I yeah, think she, she, she did know she wasn't going to be here. The premise of the podcast was grief and loss and how we deal with grief. And when we had lost mom, I was very much like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then eventually I wasn't fine. You know, and we were, we were we lost mom in 2018, same as Nicole. So coming into nearly three years, you know, for both of us, mm-hmm. how is your grief now? How do you deal with it on a, on a daily basis? Or have you dealt with it on a daily basis? Every day is different. Do you know, um... Sometimes I get up because I have talks in school. I have da da da. I'm, I'm keeping busy. Do you know what? I'm keeping occupied. Um, other days I know I'm going to have a really bad day by the way I wake up in the morning. Um, some days I don't get out of bed. I I don't want to get out of bed. When when we found Nicole, she had this house coat on her, and um, I sleep with that house coat. Um, and I and some days I just want to stay in bed and just smell. All I have still is smells smell like her. And it was kind of gone now, do you okay, know? But, yeah, but yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter because it's the last thing it's that she hers. wore, do you know what I mean? 
every day is different. I could I could fall apart. I have um, there's good days and there's bad days. Yeah, no, there's not good days. There's there's um, all right days all right and days. there's really bad days. I haven't went out in 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 the two years and nine months since cold died because I can't go out and laugh. Right. I can't. How uh, can I go out? I, I the family has had you know birthdays and I can't. I don't want to go down without Nicole and, and laugh and, and if I went down I'd be having that fake mask on yeah. pretending that I'm okay but I think it's the way because of the way Nicole died as well because she was so sad and then how can I go out and be happy and laugh and enjoy myself No, that she she was so sad when she died would Nicole want you to go and be happy and laugh I knew that was the next yeah. question no she'd hate it right. she'd hate it but I can't help. Right. So one night I had, I actually, one uh, New Year's Eve night, um, my friend said over, I won't go out with a group of people. I won't I won't have a few drinks with anyone. But my friend said over one night and we actually had a good night. And right. we actually laughed. And then the next morning, I, uh, I was shy the whole day because I actually, because I... You felt guilty? Yeah. Yeah. Guilty Do you think that'll pass, Jackie? I don't know. Do you think it will? Have I any plans to go now? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, will I down the line? I don't know. For anyone listening to this episode, or anyone that listening to this who may be in the position Nicole was in, or a parent that's listening, that's going through what you went through, is there anything you could say to them, Jackie? Um, to the to the ones that are being bullied and to the parents, which I've I've met so many people along the way who has been affected by by online abuse and to 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 the people that are being bullied now you know suicide for a start is not the answer it's not the answer and there is help out there and whether it's with for your school teachers your your friends your family just i think talk and talking is huge and if if you don't go up and talk you're going to sit in your room and it's going to build up and build up and build up into into your head until you find it harder to get out. For the people who are bullying, that are doing this to, to people, stop it now because what gives anyone the right to, to, to tear strips off someone and make them feel like they don't, they can't la- like live past another day? Um, they can, they're going to, the people that did this to Nicole is going to have this on their heads for the rest of their lives. They killed her. But I've never given their names on, on social media. No one knows their names, but everyone knows who they are. But these are going to have to live with this for the rest of their life. Karma, I do believe in karma. And do you know what? I think they've made such a huge mistake because if karma doesn't get to them, who knows, maybe one day their kids might need Coco's Law. Totally. You know? And are they going to turn around and say... Uh, you know, if their child says, what's Coco's law? Are they going to put their hand up and say, oh, that's, we, we killed a girl to bring in Coco's law? No, they're not. Mm-hmm. I think I think it, it will affect them um, as it's going on. Is it good enough? No. But all I've got so, yeah. so far. Yeah. How do you remember Nicole? As that bubbly, funny uh, one-liner uh, little kid that she was, and uh, uh, quick, uh, so so smart. Um, I but don't don't get me wrong, the horrible. Of course, I st- that that hasn't left my mind either. Um, I have a, a a page on Facebook called Let's Bring in Coco's Law, and that's where all the updates are going to be. Thank you so much for sitting down with me, and honestly, I've I don't think I've had an emotional chat like this before on any season of the show and you know this was about losing my mom this is the last episode of season two but I think what you're doing now with Coco's Law is phenomenal it's a legislation I believe it'll help people it'll change people's lives and I do think that the next time people want to bully people they should think twice because it's completely wrong Mm, and it will be a criminal offence absolutely and I think those people should hang their heads in shame because what they're doing is morally corrupt and vile and there's a place for people like that. Jackie Fox, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much. 
I've been so inspired by Jackie's strength and determination to protect others from suffering like Nicole. The whole story is absolutely astounding and serves as a stark reminder to be kind to each other, to value each other and to extend support to those who need it. If you've been impacted by this story and need support, call the Samaritans free on 116 123.